recorded live in Golden Ox Studios. Welcome to another episode of Friday Late Show. This is a podcast about bombing because everyone does it. This episode is brought to you in part by DelightCafe.com. Calm and balanced. Hemp CBD dietary supplement. Has all the natural properties without the high of feeling of THC. I use it all the time, so I'm so calm. And unless you see me early without my CBD supplement, I put it in my coffee on some mornings. I've even mixed it with ketchup and ate fries with it. Uh, great feeling without the high of marijuana or THC. Go to delightcafe.com and also save 10% by entering the promo code BRUTON. B-R-U-T-O-N. My last name is the promo code. B-R-U-T-O-N for 10% off at delightcafe.com. Also, I'd like to give a big shout out to silentfortuneapparel.com. It's a new streetwear brand I've been rocking. Uh, They have sweatshirts and hoodies I wear a lot, and they have t-shirts available on the website, silentfortuneapparel.com. The brand is dope as hell. Uh, It stands for Silent Hustle and Quiet Grind. That's Silent Fortune. Uh, Also follow them on Instagram, Silent Fortune Mafia. And SilentFortuneApparel.com gave me a promo code. It's Bruton. It's B-R-U-T-O-N. Enter that for 10% off on your purchase. Let you check out. Uh, Rock that new sweatshirt. Even tag me in it if you want. Or also tag Silent Fortune Mafia on Instagram. Um, You know, check them out. And now enjoy the show. On this episode of Friday Late Show, we have a very good friend of mine, like one of my favorite comedians and friends in comedy, Jimmy Graham. Uh, we both started off around the same time. Uh, we were in accidental comedy together. We did a festival. We would run together. Uh, we even help each other with our shows we do now. So we've seen a lot of horrible shows. So it's very fun to talk about how comedy's been treating us here in Cleveland. Uh, hopefully, if you're a Cleveland comic or a comic from a city like Cleveland, this could help you understand how this shitty this game gets. So, hope you learn something. Yeah. How many people listen to this? The most I've had so far was, I think it was 64 listeners for one episode. was like the most I saw when I was looking at it. Damn, dude. Five away from the golden number. I think I got higher with other ones, though. I think uh, the one with Mary got good. It was a bunch of dudes that just wanted to beat off to her feet. <laughs> it's funny. I'm, yeah. Was I talking to you about that? No. Oh. About, it's weird how many people want to fuck her now. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, I think that was talking to you then. We just talking about how, like, yeah, people, everybody wants to fuck Mary now. It's kind of. I know. And I'm like, get her some volumizing shampoo. I've been saying funny. that for years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean she's she's doing fine. She she looks a lot. Uh, she looks like healthy. She's she, happier too. I think she's happy. She's like uh, uh, fucking so much better off not boozing, which where is that's where I should be, but I won't get there. I got well, the I got the there. Irish curse. Um, but nobody wants to fuck me, too. But that's not true because you you were getting you were living. Am I am I too loud or what? You too loud for what? 
I don't know. Jeremy, do I, am I too loud? No, you're good. Oh. I'm rolling. Oh, all right. I mean, it's fine. You're rolling, bro. Jeremy's back there rolling. Yeah, people do want to fuck her. It's it's interesting to see, too, because it's totally, like, not the people that she would want to fuck now. Oh, no, she's getting all those uh, fat, frat boys. MMS guys. Uh-huh. Those buzzard, uh, buzzard listeners. Yeah, dude. Uh, th- that sucks. I mean, it, it, does it, though? They'll spend money forever. You don't really want fans you'd fuck too, because then they give what they want. And you're no longer a star. Yeah, that's true. You gotta withhold the pussy. Yeah, I would try to. I want to. I I just kind of want a pussy a little bit, just to see what I would do with it. Like, see if I'd be as irresponsible as I would like a girl to be. Oh, or if I'd be like, I like try to be kind of like smart with it. I would. I would die of AIDS in a year. I would. <laughs> I would get. I would be the biggest slut in the world. Well, I don't know if I would die from anything. Cause I know pregnancy would not happen for me. Cause I'll be very, I'll be very adamant about that type of shit. I don't why? know why girls are loosey goosey with their fucking eggs. Who cares? Fuck it. Get me pregnant. <laughs> fucking rob me. Oh my. Blow God. me out behind the fucking Dave's the Dave's supermarket. Use a Dave's <laughs> shopping bag as a condom. <laughs> Dude, I would be so nasty. Yeah, I know I would too. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> Just for one day, if like like you got the Freaky Friday, yeah, you got the Freaky Friday with a chick. I would I would be such a despicable mess of a woman. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I would I would have to go out of town. I, would, I wouldn't want to fuck anybody I know. Like that would really bother me if I fucked the guy I know. Like I don't want to fuck a guy I know. No, but think about how much power you would hold over them afterwards if you just didn't tell them. But you're like, I know, what <laughs> I, mean, I know what you're into. <laughs> I know what you're into, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, me and my friend were talking about that. Um, it's spitting finally out because like, we're talking about man. Everybody's kind of like talking and spitting in my mouth. Shit, it's like nigga, that's disgusting. Before COVID, now are we still talking that shit. Like I'm cool. I stopped at choking. I was like, on that whole wild train of shit. I stopped at choking and then ass eating came a thing. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm off the series now. I've sp- I've spitting some ma- a couple miles before, but that was like by request. That's what I'm saying. I- that's amazing to me. They like that though. I was like, oh shit. I, I guess uh, I'll never understand women. <laughs> I'm, did I ever tell you about uh, the one time when uh, she, she, she who shall not be named uh, asked me? She's like, she wanted me to dirty talk, and I'm so bad at it. I'm I'm the worst. I'm just like, she's like, oh, what do you like? I'm like, uh, your pussy is cool, whatever. Oh, that's funny. But I was I got fucked up one night, and uh, we were hooking up. And she was like, it was like getting like kind of rough or whatever. And she's like, she's like fucking talk to me like that. And I was like, yeah, you're a fucking whore. You're a fucking whore or whatever. And she got up. I don't really remember it, but she like got up out of bed and then goes to the bathroom. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I slept. And then the next day I was like, I was like, hey, like, uh, was that like weird or something last night? And she's like, well, you, you called me a whore. I was like, yeah, like you thought you wanted me to. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but you only called me a whore like 38 times in a row. So I was just fucking her just be like, you fucking whore, you dirty whore. Different variations of whore. Yeah, yeah whore. <laughs> uh, a Jewish guy being like, yeah, goddamn whore. Oh, my God. Oh, man. And she, uh, it hurt her feelings. And I didn't realize why, but I, I could see that if somebody's just telling you like some shit like that over and over again. Oh, that's why I wouldn't, that's why I'm kind of leery to date outside my race. I mean, I wouldn't do it now, of course, but before when I was actually in the place to do that, I wouldn't date a white girl because I would just be 
Leary in case one day she felt the urge to describe my dick and it's all this wonder. Like, oh, give me that big black dick. Like, all right, now nah, listen. <laughs> she ends up watching one of those one of those uh, N word pornos. Oh man, those are wild, dude. It's I'm like this guy got to love his job. He this, he has to be into this. You can't just be like, yes, yeah, a check. You're into it. You can't just. That's not a job. You just have. You are into these white women calling you any name. Oh, it's so bad. And they're always blonde. Yeah. <laughs> it's, always another, it's like a, always an over 40-year-old blonde woman. Yep. I'm like, dude, you're better than this. Just getting railed the fuck out. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's not motivating to me. Racism isn't going to make me harder. It's not gonna <laughs> a woman's going to be like, yeah, nigga. It's like, all right, now. Nah, we done with this. I'm not going to make you come now, you idiot. Well, it might. It, like, that might be, like, such a, like, you know, fast forward five years. Uh, that might become, like, the ultimate taboo. Because people always gravitate towards like the grossest shit. Like right now, you can't yeah. you can't beat off without like uh, going on Pornhub and just being like, oh, "Mom, I want to fuck you. I want to fuck <laughs> you." Because we're in a we only have one bed in the hotel room. Oh yeah, so it, some of those are so weird. And like you just you're there and you're like, huh? I mean, you just watch some of it. Like I guess it's yeah. not my shit, but this is somebody's thing. You start. What I start doing is I start thinking about somebody is watching this. And they're like really having a time. They're, they're, they know this guy's name. They know her name. They've been waiting for this <laughs> clip to come out. <laughs> some like, of, some, yeah, dude. There's some hot porn stars that do like fuck my ass, brother. Yeah, uh, I know. It's, I don't yeah. care. I'm just there for the. Uh, I'm just there for the, the silly vid. string at uh, the yep. end. Yep, <laughs> just here for the silly string at the end. That's dude. That's the. Those are the best. <laughs> the Roper vids. Oh man, that's a shit. I always wonder what they eat because I, I never could do it. I never could just like like spackle somebody's face. <laughs> Count spacula. Yeah, man. I just I get a little bit of a drop. There's a couple drops from here and there. It's never been like a, a, a proud really? moment. Really? I've never like made. I never messed a girl's day up. I just like it's like a slight nosebleed. Walk to the bathroom <laughs> with their heads held, their heads back a little bit, and then walk into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's never. It's nothing horrible. Now celery water. I've looked this up. Cause I've had some pathetic fucking loads before, <laughs> where I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah, dude! Like I'm trying to fucking, I'm trying to Spider Man this bitch. <laughs> Celery water, uh, clams, I guess will get you there. Really? But you got to stay hydrated as shit and just eat a bunch of vegetables. I actually talked to a dude. So it's just water. You just high, super hydrate. Don't beat off. But then also the dude, I met a dude uh, who like he he uh, fucked on some like amateur porn stuff. Back in the day, he said just edge all day. So just Aww. you get real close and then yeah. you stop. And then you're and then it like builds up the PSI, I think, in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I've had like two of those in my life. But it was so cool. I think I have one for sure. I've seen how I have a baby. So I know I think I got one good one. I don't know about <laughs> the rest of them though. Oh yeah, this was such this episode. Um on this episode of Friday Late Show, very good friend of mine, Jimmy Graham, comedian here in Cleveland. Hello. That's pretty much it. This is a podcast about bombing. Um, Jimmy, I've known Jimmy, I think, his whole career. <laughs> the career in which I've, I've grossed about $450. <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> Lifetime. That's fair. He's built a lot of open mics. Then you progressed to being a show producer, and now you're in the, the trenches <laughs> in the comedy clubs. Yeah, finally let me in, man. Ah, you know, finally. You've been here for a while. Oh. <laughs> I, I fucked up by like I got in there too early and then I, I was like I was too too much of like I'm just gonna burn everything to the ground. Oh yeah, you did do that. I don't care. 
Like I, I really don't care. I'm gonna lean into the darkness, and what? then, uh, then I was just fucked for years. But you weren't dark when I first met you. You were, you were strange, but you weren't dark. You were, you the Jedi, a young Jedi kid. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and it was like, man, that's not. He's not a weird kid. He's not a bad kid. He just. He likes the shit he likes. It was weird. I was I was always the weird one. Hmm. I felt like I remember when I started like nobody would talk to me. I was like uh, like like Ramon and you and nobody would speak to me. So I'd just sit by myself with my stupid Padawan braid. <laughs> I never understood why they didn't talk to you. I thought it was always funny because I like Star Wars. So I was like, oh, it was up. I get it. Yeah, dude. Nobody fucked with me at all. That's funny. They hated me. Well, then you end up becoming a show producer. And then that's when you got to see the bombs. You might have had a few open mic, not murders, but you don't really kill it open mics here in Cleveland, Ohio. It's yeah. like the open mics are really so great that there's an audience that can tell you that you did well. So you don't really bomb here. You just go to different shows. Yeah. Well, no, what it was was uh, Ramon. I would bo- I'd, like bother him and I'd be like, hey. I'd be like, hey, man, like you need uh, you need help. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, you want to. You want to run the light, or you, you want to you want to work the door, or whatever. And I did that for long enough that he started giving me like random little guest spots and shit on those uh, Redstone shows. And then he started going to New York, and then I was really the only one that was helping him produce that show. So that was how I got into that shit. And then that ruined my life. How? I don't. I was talking about this the other day. I was like, how much I wish that I never did this. Did comedy? Yeah. I thought that one time once. The, the thing that I love is killing me. It's yeah. like, it's fucking murder. Like, I I was like, you ever like, you ever like take stock at like a certain point where you're like, all right. And you think about all the jobs you've lost because you're just <laughs> up all night bombing the relationships. Like just. I've it, done that. It's yeah. I've been having that lately. Mine's was different because I guess our perspectives are different. My perspective was. I can't quit now because I've done just enough to say I'm a comedian. Yeah, and I'm I'm there too, but a step like two steps below you, which is insane. Oh and I, you're at the same place as I'm at, right? What, whatever. <laughs> and yeah, and then I, I was laughing. I was telling this to somebody the other night, just the other night, and I was like, I was like, yeah, it's fucking insane. Like you would you would be in so surprised if you learned how quick it takes somebody from be, being like, hey, what's up? Yeah, my name's Jimmy. Nice to meet you. And then they look at me and they go. What's up, you fucking piece of garbage, piece of trash? And then it happened. Like we were sitting out there smoking a cigarette, and this girl's like, "Hey, can I buy a cigarette?" And I was like, "Is like, yeah." And I was going to give it to her. She's like, "Are you Jimmy?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Why? Is that good or bad?" And then she takes a cigarette, of course, because bitches fucking know how to work, motherfuckers. Oh my god! And she's like, she takes it, and she's like. <laughs> You argued with your girlfriend once, and I heard that you're bad. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, that's that shit don't leave that one four block radius for you. Yeah, I gotta get out of there. It's like just, it's nothing over there. It's the one city. It's not even a whole city. It's that one part of town. That one group of people. Yeah, they don't like you. They fucking hate me. Well, you don't help them. No, you I don't, don't help them not hate you. Yeah, of course. Why not lean into the darkness? Yeah, that's what, that's different. You did become like an anarchist or a contrarian where it's like everything, fuck them all. I've always been that. Yeah, but then you got a voice. I think before you, it was just, it was just a lot of energy. and Now you became funny. and It was like, oh, shit, Jimmy. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got to chill, I guess. I don't know, man. 
Like I've seen you go on stage angry and not lash out at the crowd, but tell a good, solid joke about what happened. The newsy bit was one of my favorites. Oh, when I was like, that was like a like pre-nervous breakdown. Yeah, but it was like, yeah. Because um, the funny part, the joke changed when the breakdown happened. You added that to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, I, the joke was just, this is what I did at work today. Yeah, that's right. Then you added the, I might need help. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote on the paper, help me. Like, yeah. like Before, you didn't add it. But to see that happen was cool. I like that joke a lot because it felt like if it didn't happen like that, it was close enough that it's a believable story. It uh, it really did happen exactly like that. Well, yeah, yeah. I scared the fuck out of people, dude. <laughs> they were like, uh, I and I think I said it in the joke. And, and if anybody hasn't heard it, it's where I was working at a company and I was there for a long time. And then one night I was just fucking drunk and I was like, I'm going to dress up like a newspaper boy and go throw around newspapers tomorrow at work. And I did it thinking that it would be fun. <laughs> uh, on my lunch break but I, I like dressed up I went and bought this like elaborate costume and I rolled up a bunch of newspapers and started whipping newspapers at all my coworkers. Oh my and they thought I was gonna like shoot they thought I was shooting the place up they were so terrified that's the same energy they had dude they were fucking it, it was like deer in headlights when that would like I'd come around the corner and uh, yeah they had to sit me down but then I did like the uh, infinite bat like I was I've always been a fucking asshole getting in trouble so they're like, oh, what happened? And then I was like, please show me where in the rule book that of show me where in the handbook. What 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 ruled exactly did I break, Your Honor? <laughs> you I'm trumped, sorry. You trumped it. I trumped that motherfucker. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, dude. I used to love doing I miss doing crazy shit like that. Yeah, the craziest one was a, it was legendary to the blind pig. But uh you had two I liked. One was when you had the guy, you paid him to sit on him. And another time you played uh, Lady Dude's voicemail. No, 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 no. You're you're missing the best one. Which one was that? Remember fucking John Hoffner? Oh, when you guys did the whole same set? Yeah, so we, we got yeah. together and wrote the same set. Uh-huh. And then, because we did that because Ramon started a show where he's like, he's like, yeah, you can come up, but if you bomb, people can throw fruit at you. Or he was like, remember, he was like, he's like, they could throw fruit at you or like, you could never do my shows again. That was his whole shit. Uh, and I hated that. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> no way. So me and John Hoffner, who started right around the time that I did, now he's all fat and stuff with a kid. Good. I hope you listen to this, fat John. Uh, but we were like, fuck him. Let's get as far in this competition without ever actually doing a set. So we sat down and just wrote five minutes of the biggest garbage. And then what the thing was, was John was going to go up first and do it, do the set. And then whenever I went up, I was going to go up and, and I did the same exact set verbatim. So when I went up, I fucking I was getting hits on the setups because everyone's like slowly started to piece it together that we were doing the same jokes. But then we also created this other like layer to the onion where like John stood up and confronted me. It was like, you're doing my fucking jokes, man. And I was like, what? These are my jokes. You stole from me. And then John's like. You're wearing the same outfit that I'm wearing. Like, we coordinated our outfits. And we get into this big altercation in the middle of the show. And then I was like, I was like, I had dudes with ski masks waiting in the corner. And I was like, goons, get him. And I had a bunch of dudes in ski masks, like, grab him and oh, no. carry him out of the show. Oh, my God. I used to have fun, dude. Okay. What made you stop? I used to have fun, too. I used to do the, the, um, the dress-up shows. 
I did it for my own. I would dress up like a motherfucker. I would you dress was, up. You was Prince. I did the Prince one. I did every Halloween. <laughs> I don't miss Halloween for shit. Like, I don't care if I love comedy or not that month. I'm fucking doing a Halloween show. Hell yeah. Yeah, you as Prince was perfect. It was fun. I mean, that's why I just do that because it's like, why not? If I don't do this, who will? That's true. Uh, I don't know what's made me stop having fun. I really don't. Because you guys used to do the silly stuff at Modern Kicks. Yeah, at the... I think maybe maybe that's when it stopped. Poongoons. The Poongoons. A bunch of a bunch of dudes that do not get pussy but are <laughs> dedicated to the craft. Yes, the funniest shit. Just all go up there and do your homoerotic shit. If you, you yeah. all start undressing while somebody's performing, you'll stand next to them. <laughs> start kissing <laughs> so, yeah. each other on the lips. <laughs> Just start doing the most weirdest shit you can think of and not fit the mood. There was at one point where like I had kissed Chad Weaver and Mike Carlson or Strank on the lips more than like a girl in that calendar year at the oh, when we were man. running that show. And it was all just like, funny. it was, we would just try as hard as we could to fuck with one another. So we'd like come up with rules. Like we're like, anytime you say, um, we're going to come up and just like punch you in the stomach. If he's, oh, or if, if like random stuff like that, just to, just so that we would have fun. But then they kicked us out of that room. And, uh, and then I, I don't know. I think that really honestly is when I stopped having fun with it. When you um, left, the happy dog, uh, and then I got called out for beating up chicks. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a uh, you, you didn't do it. That's, let's get that clearly because it might have been addressed before. But yeah, Jimmy didn't hit a girlfriend or a girl at all. But I will fuck you up now. Oh, now man. that we're ex, not fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, I would never be my girlfriend up, but let that bitch break up with me. Yeah, now that we're exes, what's up? <laughs> this is an official challenge. Uh, it was stupid. around then, actually. That's when I started hating this shit. Was uh, end of Happy Dog, and then all that bullshit getting dragged. Was that the same time that the, some phantom Karen had wrote a letter to the bowling alley? Yep. Uh, okay. Then I got fired. Oh, yeah. Like I yeah, I got a DUI. That was a fucking. That was a really bad bad. I remember the DUI. Point. Yeah, that was wild. And that four hundred dollar car that I bought. <laughs> remember that motherfucker? Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird because the city of Cleveland has a weird history to it, like the the comedy scene here. Like our generation might have been the fastest um, for the numbers. What do you mean? Um, we have way more than 50, 60 comics that'll go up any given night. That'll go up right now. They could go to a stage. And they're not all good, but they all clicked up together. Yeah. So we might have only... You think 50 or 60 at this point? We might have have more than 50 or 60. You think that would... They're not all all great. They're just available bodies. Okay. If you had to do a comedy festival for... Uh, 10 comics a day, you could do it for five days. Okay. <laughs> you did 10 different comics every day. And you might even have more room. We have some people that didn't make it. Even when I do that show, the 50... Um, first jokes. 50 first jokes with 50 comics. It's always more than 50. Yeah, But even true. if there's more than 50, it's still a few that I forgot. Shout out to the dude. Remember the dude that just went up and was like... He was like... Uh, <laughs> he was, he's, like he's like, pretty much everyone's doing their first joke of the year. And he's just like... I was molested by my uncle at uh whatever. Remember that yep. shit? Yeah. Shout out to you, whoever, wherever you are. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. What him uh, leaving? I mean, uh, him doing his joke. Him doing that joke because it, it was like there was such a good atmosphere. 
Yeah, I hate that. Everybody was like having such a good time, and like that shit gets me hard, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> like if the energy is like super good in the room, and then somebody goes up and just gets into like some super deep, like for real shit, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. Just oh sad, my bleak god. stuff. Yeah, because I've never seen a show where everybody could hit on that, or where everybody could say a dirty joke, or because some topics are just hard to really make funny. And a lot of guys aren't really there yet, but they'll try their <laughs> fucking best. And you're like, I got molested by like, my stepfather. It's like, nigga. All right. Yeah, like, where's the punchline? Like, he still played catch with you afterwards? Like, and, what the uh, fuck are you going to tell me? It's funny. He never came back from getting that pack of cigarettes and stuff. And it just ends, like, super sad. Yeah, I remember um, a guy who always is like a, uh, he plays chicken with a bomb is Brett Thomas. He always like runs towards a bomb and then he goes, he spins off at the last second. Yeah, dude. It's the autism, dude. That's the secret sauce. Yeah, it might be because every time the joke's like, yeah, so I didn't see so-and-so for a couple years. And then he'll say some really dark shit. You're like, oh. And then he doesn't. He doubles down on it. So it's like, okay, let's just ride with this one. Yeah, dude. That's my boy. Shout out to fucking Brett. <laughs> and your Coke bottle glasses. I saw him over the weekend. I was at uh, Funny Stop with Bill. Nice. It was cool. So like, hey, uh, hey, hey, jo- hey, John, <laughs> how, how are you? <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. I love him, dude. I think he listened to the podcast too. Good. It's gonna be so fucked up that it's like, oh, Brett Thomas stopped by. No, nah, that was Jimmy. Yeah, that was a good Brett. Brett. Very. That was a good Brett. I pissed his girlfriend off the other day. So if you listen to this, I'm sorry, Brett. She seems easy to make upset though. Yeah. It, uh, definitely with me. That's, a lot of women feel like that towards you for some reason. It's. I think it's because uh, I, for the most part, especially if you're fucking one of my friends, I don't <laughs> care about you. Like you're, uh, uh, I pissed off his and his roommate's girlfriend within five minutes and completely destroyed their party that they were having. How? I don't really remember. Did you throw up on something? I threw up at one point. Uh, I really did. And then I think one of them, I was arguing about something, and then she got sensitive about it. And then I just leaned into being a dick. I'm a dick. I got to work on that in 2021 is to just let shit go. Yes. Because I just, I I will fucking just go, 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 go. I actually get, like, I feel like I feed off of pissing people off sometimes, which is a horrible trait to have. Because sometimes you'll say something that could be offensive. And when the crowd takes it as a joke, you're on. When they take it as offensive, you then step on all of their emotions yeah. more. Why Why do you find this offensive? Yeah, like, oh, this made you mad about me talking about retarded babies and shit? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I said the R word. Well, how about exactly. the... Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That, like, I should... I got to be in a cunt and just laugh at it. It's like, God damn it. Yeah. You're right. I do have those tendencies. I got to try to work on that shit. It's like you're a golfer who doesn't have patience. I'm fucking ha- I'm the happy Gilmore. Like of- you're good until you crack. And it's like fucking shit. It's plus 17 now, nigga. I'm happy Gilmore, bro. You damn near are. Fucking I'm fight you, Bob Barker. Because you, who was it? The two comics you remind me of. We were just talking about it. It was Pete Davidson and it was somebody else. I've never watched him. His stand-up is okay, but it was more like his delivery. It's very much like he doesn't want to be there, but he's telling you an hour's worth. Of, he's telling you an hour's worth of prepared material. Yeah, 
but he's saying it as if he doesn't care or he just remembered it. Yeah. I guess my dad died nine eleven or whatever. Yes. That kind of that kind of shit. Yeah. It's like everything's like not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's like you kind of you just do think that because I'm a white guy with tattoos and bags under his no, eyes. No, you actually do um a lot. He does um a lot too. Do I do um a lot? Yeah, when you go on stage and you'll you'll like do a euphemism like uh, like and um you know like damn. It's not a, not a bad thing. The story works that way because it sounds like a real conversation. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Oh yeah, because it's real. Like you're talking to the people. You don't have to do every word should not be like precise. It's not fun. Yeah, it's, it's got to be kind of messy. Yeah, because they don't see it coming when it's messy. It's like drunken, drunken master style. <laughs> yeah, dude, You're kind of falling around, and you still give them a good punchline. Do you remember that you were there for that fucking that show at Pickwick when I lost the? It was sold out. It was that game show thing. Those dudes from uh, oh, Pitt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's my favorite bomb ever. I think you bombed though. What, dude? I fucking died. They did the they did an impression round, remember? I do remember that. And they were like, "All right, it's Jimmy versus Mary." Yeah. And then uh cuz my team picked me and then they were like, "Was I on your team?" I think you were on the other team. It was okay. like me fl- or maybe you were. I don't remember. I, th- I, I know I've done it. I've done the show once, but I've done the show. They've done, they've done the show there three times, but I've done it once. I did maybe I don't know if you were on it then cuz okay. I know Flint was on my team. But it was like now it's time for the goofy impression round, and I don't do good at that shit. Like I'm, but you have you're good at impressions. That's the funny part. Kind of. I, my big, my best one on that one was that I said uh, they brought Sam on stage, and they were like, "All right, pay twenty dollars to roast somebody." And I called Sam uh, Down Syndrome Edward Snowden. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you will remember this if you were there. But they were like, "All right, here's the impression round. It's Jimmy versus Mary," and I didn't want to do it, but. Flint and whoever, what other other assholes around my team, they're like, dude, you gotta do it, but you won't, you won't do your uh, Louis Armstrong joke. And that's the only impression I've ever actually done. I definitely went on your team, Nick. <laughs> okay, so they were like, uh, you know, and I just did it because I knew it was gonna happen. It was packed the fuck out. There's like 400 people in there, and I was like, all right, bitch, like you said, I won't. And I've done so much shit in my life just because, like, you know, growing up in Euclid, yeah. we're like, you won't, you won't oh do that. God. Yo, yo, you won't go fucking call the teacher a bitch. And oh, like, all right, you were that kid. I was the you won't kid. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, you won't do your Louis Armstrong bit. I forgot what Mary did. Mary did something, and they're like, yeah, they loved her. And then I go up and I did my Louis Armstrong, but if he didn't believe in the Holocaust <laughs> bit. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, dude. And it's okay. and it's just it's just ridiculous. It's. It's like, and I think to myself, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are saying six million, but let's be honest here. Like, just fucking for the, for the amount of time that those ovens could have been operational, you would have had to kill upwards of like doing just no, fucking ignorant man. And then it ended with, what a wonderful <laughs> world. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was just Lou it was like me doing the worst <laughs> Louis Armstrong to and then uh just reciting David Duke's Wikipedia <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and uh and dude I'm not fucking with you there was like four the hosts get pissed at me they like yank the mic away 
They're like, they're like, what? Okay, all right, all right, Mister. This guy, they, that guy, who like Mary's better? Fucking yeah, thunder! And they're like, who like Jimmy's better? I'm not kidding, dude. Not a single clap in like 450 people. It was one of the most incredible feelings I've ever had. I instantly was the villain, and I did it because they were like, "You won't do it." Oh my god! I love shit like that. I use I open up with those. I open up with a joke I know that I probably shouldn't do right now, but I still do it. But I haven't had a, a moment. Like, I don't commit as hard as you. You got to die with it. No, I just, I, I'll stay in an uncomfortable topic, but I won't do the... The fucking... Yeah, like, it'll be uncomfortable to me to the, talk about it. Not the, like... The finish him blow immediately. Yeah. Because you'll be like, I'm going to do a, I'm gonna be a white guy going to impersonate a black dude. Some people <laughs> going to feel off about that one because you're, you're not going to listen to the joke. And then I'm going to make this black voice <laughs> saying some very borderline anti-Semitic shit. Super anti-Semitic shit. I won't put that on you. I just, I, I say it was borderline because I wasn't there. But it's a joke. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. I was like, I was laughing. I wanted to tweet, tweet this. I was like, I was like, all right. Cause guys like David Duke and those guys, like all those dudes that they, they're like, come on, 6 million. Come on. What are you talking about? <laughs> like those, there really are people that believe I know, that. I shit. know. I understand it. And, and on the opposite end of that, there's like, uh, you know, there's, there's like people like, no fucking 6 million innocent Jews died. And I was wondering if we can like make an agreement to where if they said, like, would would like a David Duke be okay? And and then on the opposite side, if David Duke was just to be like, okay, not six million, let's say three minutes, three million innocent Jews died, but three million guilty Jews also died, <laughs> and meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Like isn't that isn't oh that a way? <laughs> they weren't oh all innocent. God. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I've had that with my argument about Cosby, where I said, "Man, he didn't rape all of them." I said, "I'm gonna say this." I'm gonna, my artist disclaimers. <laughs> Let's say this: a, one rape makes you a rapist. Absolutely. Fuck it, he's a rapist. But if he fucked fifty two women and no, none of them said they got fucked in the ass, it's not a real thing. Because think about it: a nigga be conscious with a girl and try to fuck her in the ass. That's right. If you have a sleeping beauty, after a while, you can get tired of pussy. You're going to try a butthole or two. <laughs> and nobody had anal contusions. All right. Okay. He's, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> There's a couple couple false beefs in there. Yeah, like, come on. got to be some, if he, yeah. a serial, if he a serial rapist, somebody getting some hair cut off or something. <laughs> it's going to be some rant. Somebody going to wake up smelling like pee. He going to do some strange shit to you. Yeah. That's he what I'm get tired of just fucking a, a sleeping girl. Yeah. There had to have been like one Jewish guy who was speeding on the Autobahn or something. <laughs> had a failure to appear. I mean, out of six million people, it's not that many six million. It's not six million innocent people in the group. No, I don't think that there's six million innocent people in the entire world. I don't think they deserve to die. No, 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 no. It was a podcast. I'm black. I have to say that shit. Yeah, I don't right. think anything should happen to those people. Those are all beautiful people. I'm so mad it happened to them. It was before my time. Right. I mean, my people had a story too, but you know, <laughs> I'm not here to be a, I'm not doing comparative suffering. I'm just saying that, you know, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> When people say that didn't happen, I get the anger that it can start. Like, what the fuck you mean it didn't happen? Yes, it, I have a grandmother. Like, what are you happened. talking about? Yeah. yeah, but it's still hilarious because, like, if you if you if you let the world tell you, especially this country, they'll make it seem like old Jews who have the tattoo are these like historical relics we should cherish. 
yeah. but an old black person who could just tell you about how a store used to be a store until the <laughs> until the motherfuckers came there and blew it up. We don't yeah. let them niggas have microphones. They they have pictures of them in front oh. of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture from uh, April 1967, 1964, one of those, where a guy, a white guy is holding a fucking American flag, and another white guy is holding a black dude op- open chest, like holding him from behind. Beating the shit out of him with so a flag? The guy's about to stab him with this fucking flag. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, I'm going to find it for you. It's, just a, it's one of my favorite pictures about this goddamn place. Yeah, what a perfect fucking... Oh, man. That's ridiculous. But yeah, they're not they're not going into schools and being getting able to being able to say shit like that. I had to, they brought in um I remember like meeting when I was in like I want to say 6th grade, they brought in one of the teachers like grand or parents were in the Holocaust and they came in and like showed us their tattoos and we're all like, "Oh, can I see your numbers?" Oh my god. That's a fucking <laughs> Oh god. They did that, and then they were oh, like... No, I mean, we I, we didn't have... I went to a black school. Like, I had black teachers from the start, so I didn't really have... We saw... I saw Anne Frank um, down at the Playhouse, like the play. Mm-hmm. I saw that as a kid, but it never really... We didn't get pounded with that part of history until we did actual history. Okay. So we didn't get... Oh, man, you got... You guys got, the, got, you guys got the roots curriculum. Yeah. So I heard about slavery and how slavery, the slave trade happened, how it wasn't just the white men coming, killing Africans. No, they would offer them gold, and some would take the gold and then let these guys get, you know, look the other way while everybody gets ambushed and kidnapped. Yeah. And then they did the same thing in the 40s. Same, different countries. Yep. <laughs> different goal, same tactic. So like I understood it, but here they would always glorify, like it's a movie called um, Inside Man. Spike Lee movie with Denzel, Clive Owens, and Jodie Foster. And I'm going to ruin this movie, so if you like the movie and you don't want to know what happened, I'm going to ruin it. So spoiler alert, out of respect. I don't, the movie's I don't about, watch a lot of movies. I don't know, some people who might hear this. So the movie is about a guy who owns a bank who's an old Jewish guy who got a lot of money from the Holocaust <laughs> and selling people out. And he has this big diamond ring. From selling a, people out? Yeah. Apparently he was just like giving Jews away as a Jewish man. And he <laughs> sold so many Jews that he had a bank he could open. And trying to get his diamond ring to prove that he did this. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like no more than 80 years old. Yeah. And it's like, God damn it. Like, well, you can't die with that like secret. Like, who the fuck count? <laughs> who kept the paperwork on this situation? That we need to know about this. Hell yeah, dude. I would sell any, I would sell Irish people out so fast. <laughs> I would sell, I'd be like, nah, dude. They fucking live over there. That's the old O'Shaughnessy's. Oh, that's funny. I mean, being Irish, do you really, you don't really embrace the Irishness. Like, you don't really talk, like, granted, not like a Boston guy, but you don't really do this, like, the. No, I just get sunburnt. You don't sunburnt. have a bunch of cousins around and shit like that. No, I just get sunburnt and uh, get made fun of uh, by my, like, black family. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not a, I'm not any, I don't identify as anything. You're, you're white. I'm just white. I'm just the amalgamation of, of all white. Because you have skater kid vibe. You're very skater kid like. Yeah. Well, I grew up in that. Like, for me, like, my, I feel like kids my age, that was our shit. We were like the, the Bam Margera generation. Ah. Uh, damn. You're what? You're 31? Turning 31 next yeah, month. Okay. I was like, that's a little younger than me. And I remember the jackass arrow and those white guys and how they. Mm-hmm. There was a, those peaches, 
That was wonderful men to hang out with. Yeah. Now they're Stay all like, living. now they're all on pills and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Green was, was my shit. I love Tom Green when, when he first started. Cause it was just, I could see that he started, he, he did that like repetitiveness shit where he would just say the same thing to you and mm-hmm. just to piss you off. And I remember that being like, I was like, fucking dude, that's hilarious. I'm going to go fucking, I'm going to go do that just to get under people's skin. You actually good at that too. I'm very good at it. At at poking buttons. Like you would have been good if you had like a man on town, man about town sitting. Like when you were doing the Mike Polk show, if you guys had a part where you would interview people on East Fourth and just ask them very inappropriate, <laughs> uncomfortable questions. Yeah. I think those that would be funny to see. Excuse me, sir, you call that a dick? <laughs> You're better than that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. You better be definitely good at it. like are you so you think she's with you for any reason besides your money? <laughs> like yeah. you're one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Wonder shows and was a big thing for me too. Do you remember that shit? Do you mm-hmm. ever see that? I think I'm, no, I never watched it. Well, you're gonna show me that picture of the guy getting stabbed with the American flag. I yes. need to show. I need to share with you something that inspires my white generation. Watch the show. It's called Wonder Shows and it's it's like Sesame Street on acid. <laughs> it is the most fucked up show ever. I still think to this day is the most fucked up show to ever be on TV. It was on MTV2 back in the day, and it was so good. And that, I think that that morphed or er, er, shaped a lot of, like, my uh, – what I think is funny. I used to think – what was my funniest? I used to really love inappropriate comedy. Like your – when Louis first hit, I was I was a big fan of Louis when he first came out. Um when he first started, like, really blowing up or when he was, like, still doing, like, uh, Opie and Anthony shit? Um, hysterical. I mean, hilarious. Um, chewed up. Um, there's another one he did for HBO. Like, that's when I liked him. Yeah. Um, April 5th, 1976, when this picture was taken. It's called, <laughs> it's, the picture is called Soiling, <clears throat> The Soiling of Old Glory. Yeah, it's a picture of a uh, white man about to stab the fuck out of a black man with that goddamn <laughs> American flag. Jesus. The sharp end with the flagpole. The guy with the flag, he looks like a fucking, like any Tremont hipster. Yeah. He looks like a bartender at fucking Edison's. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's pretty wild. I see that picture, I'm like, oh yeah, this country is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It's the briar patch. I wouldn't want to go anywhere else. He survived, by the way. He got, oh, he didn't get like impaled by it? No, it, it got him. It caught him, but he survived. I remember watching the documentary and he was talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at him talking. Okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> that and another Google image that really threw me off was uh, Fred Hampton's grave. Who's Fred Hampton? Man, it's a long podcast. We can't do that right now. He's a he was an activist. Okay, a black activist that got shot. You know that story that they've been telling him so many years here. <laughs> uh, only difference is that they shot him. Cops were kind of like upset, maybe that they didn't get to shoot him, so they shot his gravestone. They shot him more. His gravestone, yeah. They shoot his gravestone up, yeah. Wow, and that's re- I think I've heard about that's pretty recent. I know, they've been doing this shit since the, he died in '69. Oh, so they just show up every year and shoot oh, his gravestone? Who knows what day it is? I'm, they won't tell me. But that's yeah. like uh, that. That sounds like uh, same time next year. He's like the black Gigi Allen. Do you know who that is? Have you heard of him? 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. These are things I keep in my mind. Where it's like, oh, okay. You could mm-hmm. be angry about something. Or you could be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to shoot. shoot their brothers. They shot because on the side, it's supposed to be two fists. Okay. Two black fists. And they shot those shits out, too. Okay. So now, yeah. There was a like a punk rock artist named Gigi Allen who uh, just, he was a notorious piece of shit. But his grave, people will literally like, just, he was like a big junkie, whatever. He would like make his fans suck his dick, like dudes. And then he would like fight chicks on stage, take like just poop on stage and throw it in the audience or whatever. Look him up. You'll love him. He's he's great. Gigi uh, Allen. But now his grave, people will just go and like shit on it and oh, piss on it God. and try to kick over the tombstone. Hmm. But that's what he would have wanted. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at the Fred Hampton like, oh y'all, if he comes back as a zombie, y'all waiting for this motherfucker. Like, God yeah. damn. He takes all that lead and makes a lead yeah. suit. That would be nice. You just took all those bullets and just made it into a shield. And he sh- shows up to kill all the police officers that fucking shot his grave. <laughs> How can you care that much? Like that's that's what, what I'm I, saying. It's a commitment to it's to, like to stay angry. You shoot a man's grave, like his tombstone, <laughs> and you, there's so many bullets. They had Somebody had to reload. A, that was a lot. It's like, God damn, this is so bad. John, if I die and they bury me, because I got a feeling I'll end up in like a government, like uh, indigent burial site where like you can't distinguish me. But if, if I do, if the GoFundMe makes enough to get me a headstone, can you shoot it for me? <laughs> can you shoot it up for me every year? Yes, I will do that for you. Nice. I'll do different caliber bullets so they can't catch me. It'll be different every year. It'll be a different one. No, it's, I'll say that it's okay. That's how it works, right? <laughs> the, the white guy said it's okay. Oh, yeah. That's how most laws work. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry uh, and get on topic a little bit. Sorry. Oh, no, trust me. I'm, I'd rather do this than anything else. I do got a whiz at some point. Am I able to whiz? Can we do a whiz break? Is that all right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, after the weird break, we'll get into the um, yeah, let's get into real actual shit. bombing stories. Okay. Go pee. Where's the bathroom? It's intermission time. Time for refreshment. During the next 10 minutes, you're invited to visit the refreshment stand, where you'll be greeted with fast, friendly service. You'll find hot dogs, juicy hamburgers, and mouth-watering delicious pizza. There are refreshing hot and cold beverages, ice-cold cola, and orange drink. Goes great with an order of crispy French fries. Then there's a wide selection of your favorite candies and other delicious snacks. And there's always a fresh batch of hot buttered popcorn to go with the rest of the show. So visit the refreshment stand now during this 10-minute intermission and add to your enjoyment of the movie. We're happy to have you with us tonight and hope you'll come back often. Now that we're back from the pee break. Sorry about that. Hey, man, you got a weak bladder. Me too. <laughs> um, usually this podcast, we talk about bombing stories. We've been talking about just catching up. Because, you know, quarantine has been weird. It's the first episode since um, we've done live. This is my first live episode, so this is fun. Um, producing a show, who... And you can describe them. You don't have to say their name. Unless they don't do comedy anymore, you can say their name. Mm-hmm. Um, who was one of your favorite bombs? Like you saw this person regularly, 
and they would always try, but you knew it was horrible. <laughs> Let me think. The in, little engine that couldn't. Yeah, I've seen fucking so many of them. Uh, or tell me a joke they would always do. Not, fuck the person. We don't need to do that. Maybe well, they still do. know what it is, but... Uh, f- well, that's the thing is, too, I would fucking... Like zone out so hard because I've done so many of them that's like it's hard for me to remember them. Let me think of let me try to think of that. I do know like one person who is great who has a wonderful YouTube channel who does like uh, Joker impersonations. Mm. Who does like he's like you want to know how I got these scars? Like uh, he's still he's still I think so I think I saw him on a flyer. Um, <laughs> He fucking damn. I, I don't remember his jokes because they were like a mix between like uh, like it was just total psychosis. Mm. Fucking oh no, cerebral Sam, dude. Mm, yeah, he's a good one. Anywho, I saw got a T-Mobile phone from a black guy and uh, remember I and then he he we had a blood feud for a while. <laughs> Yeah, he, he wanted to kill you. He that called because he called Jasmine the N word. I threw him I out of did LVT. No, he did that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody told me that. Well, he didn't say the full N word. Well, it's just as bad. Yeah, right. And uh, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I threw him out. And I pushed him out. And he's like, I'm gonna show up with a gun and kill you. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. Also, side note, and I will say this because he, who gives a shit? He, I got, I saw him. We, we smashed, we squashed the beef. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Me, me and him. You know, we're fucking, we're East Coast, West Coast. We're vibing again, you know. Um, <laughs> who, oh, no, I know who else sucked. Oh, uh, man, that sucked. They just took ales, like a good ale. They could be funny. They just have, they took that one ale where it's like, yo, this is the best I've ever seen. Like, fuck if he was funny. He committed to dying on stage for me today. Damn. Jesus Christ died for my sins. Jesus Christ died for my sins. Dude, I don't know. It's hard to, like, I feel also like I've, like, damaged my brain enough to where I can't remember what people actually say. Um, Who the fuck? There was some kid that drove in from, like, where's Raj from? Uh, India originally, then he was from (laughs) South. Yeah, a kid drove over from India. Yeah, fuck with you. I think uh, Arkansas, that's where it was from. He's like, hello, baby girls. This is my first time doing comedy. I hate you for that. He was uh, on. No, 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 no. Am I going to get in trouble for that? Yes. Like the guy from The Simpsons? Yes. Who's like a multi-billionaire who oh, doesn't man. give a fuck? Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can no longer do the voice that got you paid. So I don't got to work anymore. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, no. I don't got to do shit. Hank Azaria? Uh, Arkansas. The dude drove from Arkansas to do five minutes at, at uh, the Winchester. Mm. And I can't remember what he said, but it was like, it was like soul-crushingly bad. And he got, and I had to address it because it was actually like I, we had like a good crowd that night. And I remember I went up and I was just like, fucking sorry guy or whatever. And he got so heated, dude. Um, that was the worst, one of the worst sets I've ever seen. He got mad you apologized to the audience for him? Yes. That's hilarious. And I was like, dude, you drove from fucking Arkansas to do that? (laughs) What is wrong with you? What's... Like you mother, like you mother, you drove all he, those goddamn hours, all them pit stops before you stopped. You didn't think of anything funny the whole time. He didn't go anywhere <laughs> else. He went from Arkansas to Cleveland, which is probably like, oh, what, like a fourteen-hour drive. He went on away. 
he just came out with his girl to be like, I made it big. We're going to Cleveland. Oh, Raj knows him. He's he fucking sucks. I hate you. I hope you. I hope this guy doesn't exist for real. Yeah, dude, it's real. Arkansas to Cleveland. All right, what's the what's a room that always was hard for you? What's like a, like it never was like a good place for you. Even if it was always a bomb, you never had a good show. Thirteen hours from Arkansas. <laughs> a place I've never had a good show. Or like a place that was like your the show. You eventually maybe, but a place that always like a hard time. What room was difficult? It used to be your show. I used to have a real hard time at at Grog. Really? Yeah. Huh. It wasn't until like the last like probably few years where like they, like they kind of started to like me a little bit. <laughs> uh. I used to bomb up there a lot. Uh, where else would I bomb? Hilarities <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Hilarities I couldn't fucking crack that nut for a while. Um, What's your worst one there? At hilarities. Yeah, like what do you think? Of, like what was, what do you think was the worst part of it? Like what was that one joke? You like ah damn it, fuck it, burn it down now. Uh, do you guys ever wonder what Louis Armstrong might sound like? That's funny as shit. <laughs> that was the worst bomb I've ever had. Um, Bella Dubby. I never did good at Bella Dubby mm. before that closed. I never really. I did Bella Dubby a few times. But I'm trying to. Get, I never really was good there. I don't think I really had good sets. Really, a lot of places growing. Starting off, I don't think I did really good a lot of places. You were doing good at a uh, fucking. Uh, redstone when you still had your braids yeah okay that was like i feel like that's when you like started to actually like this shit i think that's right when um i was getting single the first time oh yeah dude i was in a relationship for when i when i first started um making laugh monday i was dating a girl and we were together until i got to grog shop even we were still together and we were engaged and that shit was happening and then we broke up and then I think I went. You used I, to do the coldest shit, dude. I used to love it so much. I used to get so mad at her. You'd be like, you'd be like, you'd show up at like a rooftop show uh, when we used to do it at the hostel, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, I'm like, where's like your girl? You're like, yeah. you're like she's driving around the block, <laughs> like for like what for an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, no, she no, she would she would have a, a that summer she had a play. She was in a play too. <clears throat> Good. Well, she she was doing something downtown. You're doing way better shit now, bud. Oh man, we're never competing. She's great. Her house is bigger. Her house is way bigger than mine. Let's burn it down. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> what was a bad room? What was the one where to talk corner pub? I, I never did well at corner pub. Um, I love Stone Tavern in Kent. The water oh, the street. old one. Yeah, Stone Tavern was the first one. Then they did the water street in the basement. Stone Tavern was it was just a, a room. Yeah, <laughs> it's beater spot. Oh, it's uh. uh you know Mike Beater? I've seen the name. Yeah, he's great. But that's that's his spot. Stone I used to love going there. And then the Water Street, I start liking that. Well, I've never actually I've never had a good spot. I haven't been down to Kent in a while. Is Savat still down there? I don't I haven't been in a while either. Uh, it, it was a great part for me to go down there and work I, I could work out fifteen minutes there. Yeah. So I could see how to lose a crowd and get them back and to see how that shit feels, how far you can push somebody. Cause, you know, Kent's very liberal, so yeah. even if you're not saying anything homophobic, you mention gay, and they're instantly like, what, you don't like gay people? I just don't what? suck dick. I just don't what? suck dick. Yeah, and Anthony's like, he's like 40, like fucking a <laughs> fucking an 18-year-old. Oh, man. 
Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to be political. No, nah, she wouldn't be 18. He'd fuck like a sophomore or something. She'd be 20. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but no, I used to love that rule. Shout out to that, dude. Crushing 20-year-old puss at 40. <laughs> it's so easy when you get to anything established, though. You think about it. As a guy, just having anything that she's still trying to get is easy to fuck a young girl. Nobody wants anything to do with me. Well, you don't want to do... You don't want to either, though. I know. But I'm, so but I'm addicted a, to fucking companionship. Yeah, because you're a straight man. I'm a psycho. Eh, I mean, that's the one <clears throat> the same. Hey, it's can just, you turn... Is that a motorcycle sound that you're playing back there, Jeremy? No, I drove by. Oh. You just... The thing with you in relationships... Is that I'm really good at them, and I'm very consistent, and I'm very thoughtful the entire way through, and I never do anything to jeopardize people's trust, right? Yes. You're so good of a boyfriend. Hell yeah. They don't deserve you. So when you, when they call you out for something, you <gasps> just burn it down. Oh, thank you. Uh, Is this what it feels like to be a chick? Yes. Oh, you you didn't come Sunday, did you? Yeah, you were there Sunday. Yeah. Uh, at the well, hilarities when the, the two white girls were screaming how great Mary was oh, for just being alive. Dude, yeah, and then they were like melting down outside. They're like, why would anybody, like, why would you like ask me a question and then like be mean to me? I don't understand it. Oh yeah, it was, the fact she apologized and she didn't understand, like, I thought I was helping the show by talking to the comedians. It's yeah. not a conversation. It's not a Q&A. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I, I told her, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, well, they were just saying what everybody else was thinking. I know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm dork. That's a fun show. When's the next one? 27th. You're on it. Oh, I'm on it? Yeah. Okay. It's my birthday show. Hell yeah. That'd be fun. I probably had to put this out sooner now. Do you remember when I fucking lit that that Parma chick up at that at one of those? Yes. I've had some good good crowd work shows. I like it. I like this one show. I can get everything off because now you can't really stop it. It's not like a... Here's a thought I'm having from nothing. This is me addressing you beyond some bullshit right here. You can't run from it now. Yeah, I, I was. I think I told her to go OD in a bathroom at a gas station or something. I have I have a lot of fun at that show. I've also you've noticed it probably too. I think that that's what's made me. Uh, it's helped me a lot in this shit is doing crowd work. Really trying to do it. I do. I try to do as much of it as I can, and I never used to be able to do that shit. But I've been trying to like dig in on that shit, and it's helped me a lot. Because it makes you comfortable on stage. It, yeah, and it puts you in the moment. Because the crowd... And it puts the crowd in the moment. Because anyway, sometimes you could do a joke that's very funny, but the setup is so uh, important to the joke. Yeah. That if you, can't, if you have no wiggle room, that joke's never going to work. If you can talk to the crowd and embrace your enemy, <laughs> if you can just look your enemy in the face and say, hello, queer. What's up, motherfucker? You bitch, and just fuck well, with him. <laughs> was it Bernie Mac? Like, I'm not I, afraid of yep, you. I'm not afraid of you, of you motherfuckers. Hell yeah. So well, I mean. Or like uh, what you keep on telling me is that you you think that I can't say the word come in a host set. No, I'm telling you, you can't. I'm telling you, as a guy who's talked to bookers about that word, it's the one topic that no, you can't. You're the, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's gonna be a tip for all people who want to burn the earth. John's like, John's like, uh, hey, uh, uh, Comedy Works Denver. I was just wondering uh, what your thoughts were on uh, the word "come." <laughs> no, I've lost gigs because of I've said words, and they're like, even though the joke was good, they're like, mm, he's he has a dirty mouth. Yeah, like, filth right. mouth. But you want to work, so you gotta find a little bit of a compromise. And with you, 
you don't really say hurtful, hateful things. You just talk about things everybody doesn't want to hear when they're ordering drinks. Think about if I'm drinking something, I want to hear about cum as a dude. I don't want to think about cum because now I'm thinking about that and swallowing. It's a very weird <laughs> situation. Or if I'm dipping my sauce in this ranch, now you're talking about I'm like yeah, the, man. the first condom ever made. Yeah, that's a fucking solid joke. It is, and it, um, it, it's a time and a place for it. Yeah, I got jokes that for me to host now is very hard because a lot of my jokes, especially being a survivor, <laughs> you know, every black person is a survivor now. Yeah, that's like, true. Do we you got think? stories, so I, I'm not really doing. Hopefully, you'll see it this weekend. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, yeah, the stories aren't host. Like I don't, I come out the gate saying I can never work at a carnival because I can't guess white women's ages. That's a great joke. Out the gate, though, it's not funny because it's white women sitting down and like, in a good mood. Why did you say that about me? <laughs> like, I look great for my age. If like, your age is... Like, shut up. No, you fucking don't. Let's just put it out here, there. This is yes. an official John Bruton podcast. Any women out there, you don't look as good as you think you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the humbler. I like to be that guy. Yeah. You look like shit. It's like you're, we you're, just pretend like you look cool. Man, you have to. It's like you got to give them a compliment because they try. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at your wow, nail Wow, like color. your blue lipstick. Yeah. You look like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio dying at the end of Titanic. <laughs> See, you don't fucking give credit. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to uh, I'm let you escape soon. Yeah. Um, all right, we got the first. Uh, mm, what's a joke that you thought would work that bombed but eventually maybe it worked but what was a joke that you first got like man this shit is gonna be great and it's like oh fuck this joke does not work I have to work on this I have to work on a joke uh it was my first like longer joke that I ever wrote and it never actually turned into anything good but it was uh, I used to like do these like big long winded like jokes and it was it was uh, about how I thought, um, uh, I was like, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I watched the triumph of the will the other day, which is like, uh, it was like a Joseph Goebbels Nazi propaganda movie. And, uh, and I was like, Hey, watch this the other day and shit. You should have just called that a, a, a two and a half hour long Mercedes Benz commercial. And it was the joke about how it was just like every shot you just see like fucking, you know, Another Hitler Benz. riding through Munich with his fucking in a Mercedes with a huge <laughs> Mercedes logo. And I was joking about, I was like, how, like, how hasn't like Ford, because it was like at the time that we were going through like the auto crisis and stuff. And I was like, like, how hasn't Ford just like latched onto that? <laughs> and destroyed the, like a campaign? And just been like, yeah, well, sure, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, the drive the F the F one annihilator and uh, it's American made. Yeah, it's American made, and uh, you know, sure, you may only get two miles to the gallon, but at least we didn't haul around <laughs> the third rack to kill your fucking ancestors. <laughs> Which is like, it's at I'm least still, we're not Nazis. Yeah, at least we're not Nazis. Like, sure, yeah, we we accepted a lot of money from the auto bailout, but. <laughs> At least we didn't haul around Adolf to the Reichstag. Oh, my God. So I would try that all the time, and it would just bomb because it was like I was using too many like weird references. <laughs> but trying to be too specific, I, I had a lot of trouble doing that where I would be like I would like get way too wordy, and I would talk about shit that like 10% of the, the crowd would know, <laughs> and they would love it. But then I'd get 90% just being like, what? Shut up, you idiot. 
That joke is the premise is funny if you just like yo. If I was ever in competition, if I was ever a car company, yeah, I would use this documentary and say at least we like fuck how many gas mileage, fuck our airbags being fifty fifty. Sure, at sure. least we yeah. didn't. Yeah, listen, our, yeah, sure, our gas pedals, our gas pedals yeah. stick. We're responsible for the death of four thousand minivan fucking careen careening off of the thing, but yeah, and that was the like the, but I I just never could get that one to work. That's funny. You still, I'm sorry. If you, you should do it now. You should go try it uh, thir- tomorrow. Yeah. I'm this gonna, isn't going to come out by then, right? Mm-mm. No? No, we'll be done with that weekend. We'll be on some other weekend, but we'll still talk about it. What's up, future motherfuckers? <laughs> uh, so you, when's your next Saturday show? Next Saturday show, if this is out by then, it is going to be on the September the 26th at... Uh, the Winchester. I do not know who's headlining it yet or who's who's on it. Seems like everybody's busy. Yeah, my birthday's the next day. Me and the old lady going to, uh, she playing a trip for my birthday. I don't know. You She's don't know where you're going? 24, 26, we're going to go on this trip. She didn't tell you where? Mm-mm. What a fucking, you fucking her with Oprah. That rules. Oh, I mean, I got her some shit she don't know about. Like, it's a box. I order it, and it's just sitting there, and I do it a taunter. Nice. When, do you, a, when are you giving it to her? Uh, it's a it's a push gift. It's where the you when a woman this is the new age horse shit. When a woman pushes the baby out, you give her a gift. Some people some people give her a push gift for what pushing the out. <laughs> nigga, they gotta get in, you, you gotta give these motherfuckers everything. You encourage them niggas using the bathroom eight times. Yo, just, give me a give me a nut inside gift. Man, nigga, you know? <laughs> oh my god. Just, uh, I try to you know what? I told myself I wouldn't bitch about it on the podcast. Okay. Well, it's it's a very nice thing. It's very cool and nice I'm trying, to bro. Do. It's it's hard because you go from being like I don't give a fuck after a while. You're like whatever, but then you're like, yo, I really care about this person. Let me do whatever I can. It'll, if it makes her feel good, it's like worth it. Yeah, I mean, the thing I got her is, I think she'll appreciate it. It's gonna be fucking Dave Chappelle tickets. <laughs> you know what? I would <laughs> I, I do that too in a heartbeat because the funny part I was supposed to go on the twelfth. I'm gonna go to see Chappelle again. With the Live Nation shit add on. I mean, I ain't got nothing better to do. <laughs> it's not like I can go see any relatives right now. Yeah. I'm not driving to Philly. See my nephew, I mean, my niece and my brother. This is like... F- Philly? Is yeah. It? Damn. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm just so... It's like, it's weird because I want to travel again. I think I got a half hour back. We'll see. This is going to be a test. If I get the half hour back, I'm going to record it. Do it. I got the cover done. Got the name of the album. Shoot it out to fucking Comedy Central. Are they still doing half hours this year? Oh, I'm going to just tape the audio. Tape just, it? Just fucking film it. Ramon got a, a half hour off of a fucking cell phone camera. Oh, we'll talk about that later, dude. We'll see how I get out of here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to try something. Cause it's, you should, man. Fuck it. Yeah, this new shit's fun. You've been fucking smashing for a while, man. It's hard. It took a lot of L's. That's why I like bombing. I do enjoy a good bomb. Because you go down, it's like, all right, how the fuck am I going to escape here? Yeah. Like, the matter of fact, the show, um, you're like, your first, the 27th, what that show was? Or 28th? The last one we just did? 29th, right? Yeah. Yeah, that show was fucking fun because I could do the crowd work at the end. When I know I don't have a joke. I just do, I run the clock out. Yep. <laughs> like if I get a good, if I get the good prepared jokes off, <laughs> that last two minutes I'm just running the clock out, just trying to find that last big laugh, and I'm out of here. Yeah. That uh, you you said that you like to dig yourself in at the beginning, which I know like a lot of like good like great people do. I do that the same way, but I don't try to do it. 
<laughs> I'm inherent. I have to like fucking force you to like me. Uh, I, I push that boundary with certain jokes just to see where they're going to be. Cause I don't really come out the gate saying anything evil, but my, uh, my demeanor is that of an asshole. I yeah. might not say anything asshole yet, but my demeanor is very much like, like, why are we still having kids? I'll say that shit. <laughs> and I'll say, I, I compare having kids to... Um, with a, with a kid on the way. Yeah. And, and then you get into like, anyways, I got a kid coming. Yeah, so the, the, <laughs> I do this whole thing about, man, it's too many people. We don't know how to manage people. This is as bad as that Lucy skit when Lucy had her little chocolate she was supposed to be packaging up. And she couldn't, she had so many chocolates, she started putting them in her mouth. I said, women... Start swallowing kids, nigga. You ain't catch that from Lucy? Like, you ain't pick it from Lucy? That nigga, we, don't, we have too many people. Start swallowing something. The fuck? I said, so I got a daughter on the way. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. And it's like, it's Damn. just. How do you feel? Um, I wasn't ready. I'm not ready, but I'm going to take this. You're never, nobody's ever ready. I mean, I don't know. I Some mean, people are. fucking Puerto Rican Ricky Ricardo is ready. <laughs> like you think about um, Lucy, you got so much planning to do. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a prison rape. You get ready eventually. Like you know it's gonna happen. And then you, so just, you just you have to you learn you just, how to relax. Yeah, you grab the sail bars and you just yeah. like, yep, all right, man. Yep. You actually like you start to like get into them, holding the dumbbells over your throat. Yeah. And you're you like, make a you're sound like, for them a little bit, make it like, uh, into it. Choke me. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, he starts calling you a whore too many <laughs> times in a row, and then you get upset with him. She's like, why'd you call me a whore that many times? <laughs> Daryl? So I'm at, <gasps> You're wiping off your fucking Kool-Aid <laughs> eyeliner. <laughs> I'm at the point now where it's like the baby's room's ready and we're just waiting to see how we're gonna be as parents. We have now we're just giving hypotheticals like if we won a lottery. Like yeah. if I have my way, the baby gonna be this way. Both of us just don't know what the fuck we're doing. Nice. We just old. You know, we over thirty five, you ain't about to believe. Really, just Joe Jackson, that kid, into whatever. Oh, you know I am. Into comedy or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to be funny because her mom ain't funny. And I don't think she's going to gravitate towards me until she gets smart. Like, I'm not going to be soft to her. So she's <laughs> not going to like me until she learns that, okay, this guy, he'll, he takes yeah. care of some stuff. Let me let me have fun with daddy. Yeah. I know I grew up smoking weed. So I'm trying to have as much smoke, smoke as much weed now as I can. You're going to quit smoking when, when you have her? Mm-hmm. I just started 35. That was in kicking it so it's like now it was legal in Ohio and now I got a baby I can't be high holding my baby yeah, that's I don't true. know what type of junkie shit that looks like but I don't want to ever have to be that image <laughs> ripping a blunt yeah like, I don't want to be just smelling like marijuana it's like hey baby let's dance those it's are like, all those like weed guys that'll like show up to like the fucking like uh, the the protests and shit downtown they're just yeah. like fucking legalized weed brother <clears throat> those guys are sweet yeah, it's the best. The Tommy Chongs. Um, I got I actually got a scoot here. That's cool. We were done. We we're good? fine. This yes. is fun, buddy. Um, I want to do another one when we give more focus. We haven't seen each other in fucking forever. It's the first quarantine episode. Yeah, so. we're kicking it. This is a fun one. and uh, We're together this weekend. So when people hear this, just know me and Jimmy are working together this weekend. Uh, it'll be in the past for you. It's the future for us. It's yeah, cool. Motherfucker. <laughs> What's up? This is uh this is fun. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram if you listen to this and you don't. It's uh at Insta Jimmy Graham Jimmy with an I E. And again, I, I'm doing a show on the 26th of this month at the Winchester. September 26th of September. Sorry, what did I say? You said this month. You oh yeah, who knows? 26th of September at the Winchester. Uh, I haven't booked it yet, but that shit's gonna be fun. If you <laughs> listen to this, come on out. That's the show. Very simple. Sweet. Good night. This is fun. <laughs> this episode of Friday Late Show was produced and edited 
by Jeremy Demery of Golden Ox Studio. <laughs>